0: You can email back and forth, you can text with them, all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at BetterHelp.com/dso. That's BetterHelp.com/dso, and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hey everyone, DSO here from DadStartingOver.com, and I wanted to tell you about the DSO fraternity. The DSO fraternity is the members only portion of my website at dadstartingover.com. And you can learn more about it by going to dadstartingover.com slash join. If you are a member, you get access to all of my books in PDF and audiobook format. You can stream the audio live from the website, or you can actually listen to it from your podcast app, which is a new feature. We also have uh, hundreds of articles for members only. We have uh, audio in the form of a DSO fraternity podcast. And we also have all of our meetings. We have live DSO fraternity meetings, three to four of them per week. And if you're not able to attend, we archive all of the meetings and we put it on the website for you to listen to. And again, you can also listen to it via your podcast app. We have private Facebook discussion groups. And lastly, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching with one of our five DSO coaches, then you're in luck because DSO fraternity members get one-on-one coaching at a considerable discount. So again, check it out. See if it's right for you. DadStartingOver.com slash join. And now on to today's episode. As I've said many times before, I always see patterns in conversations that I have with my readers. The stories, wow, they are all the same. As I've said so many times on this podcast, people are so damn predictable. Most of the guys I talk to are convinced that their situations are so special and so unique, but yet I can sometimes finish their sentences for them. Me. Yeah, and she says she loves you, but she's not in love with you. She's always on her phone, she stays out later, and she's acting younger and crazier, am I right? And the guy says, yeah, exactly. Well, this is not going to be another one of those all-women-are-the-same podcasts that you've probably heard or read in some form or another on countless other forums, websites, podcasts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No. This is about you. More specifically, it's about you taking responsibility for your cor- your current situation. It's about you turning that finger around and pointing it at your own damn self. It's about you realizing that the planet did not conspire to make your life such a shit show that it is right now. No, what you're experiencing is the culmination of the little erroneous decisions that you've made over the years and a little bit of bad luck to go with it. So allow me to illustrate via a very typical conversation with a reader of mine. So the guy says, it was just like you said on your site. I did everything I thought was right in the relationship. I was a really good husband and a really good dad. Now she's acting completely crazy. She accused me of raping her. She's taken the kids away. She's telling everyone that I hurt her. She took all the money out of our account. She's sleeping with some loser guy who got out of prison last month for drugs. Why is she doing this? My brother went through the same thing with his ex-wife. God, all women are just completely crazy. Have you ever heard of MGTOW? Then I say, well, let's back up here a minute. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. So tell me about her and her life. So what was her family like? And the man says, oh boy, yeah, it was bad. Her mom cheated on her dad, and then her dad killed himself. Her mom married three times. One of the stepdads abused my wife. So my wife ran away from home when she was 14. She did drugs, and she got into prostitution. She had a kid when she was 19. But she turned herself around, and she became a registered nurse. And that's when I met her. I was a patient of hers. And I say, wow, that's some story. So tell me about your dating. How long before you guys married? He says, well, we dated for about two months, and then I moved her and her daughter in with me, and we got married about two months after that. (sighs) So, for those of you with no experience in this world of mine, this may sound like an outlandish scenario, but it's insanely common. I can't tell you how many times I've heard some variation of this story. These men are the biggest saviors in their own minds. They hide behind the wall of, quote, doing what is right for the marriage, and holding her head high as they see the real person underneath the facade of awfulness that the rest of the world sees. I brought her in when nobody else would, I often hear. Or, I didn't hold her past against her, I was proud of her for what she became. The myth that anyone and everyone is right for a long-term monogamous relationship strikes again. Real love ain't for everyone, as our hero learns in the hardest ways possible. The truth is, is that not everyone is worth saving. Not everyone really wants to be saved. That's a tough thing for a lot of guys to come to grips with. So many men I talk to fall under the category of severely codependent. Codependency is nothing new. But when combined with the blind lustfulness of a testosterone-fueled male, it's deadly. She's a broken and misunderstood woman who happens to be extremely physically attractive and a porn star in bed. Well, then he'll roll out the red carpet for her he'll put up with the worst of the worst behavior just for a chance to drink from the fountain that is his dream woman again. He got a taste of the high only a hypersexual and quote crazy woman can provide and he doesn't ever want to go back. You know what they say, crazy in the head and crazy in bed. These women eventually push and push away these good men from their lives. They don't just stop there though. They do all they can to hurt them too. I've heard it all from accusing these men of rape child molestation, stealing money, physical assault, lying to friends, getting friends to hurt the husband, sleeping with countless men, etc., etc. Nothing, it seems, is off the table when the mental switch is flipped and the broken wife's brain decides we no longer desire or need this male. Make him go away. Then, in your typical borderline fashion, she wants back in. The man, in his equally broken frame of mind, caves in, and then the process repeats. It gets exponentially worse, actually. Then, once he hits rock bottom, the man has the audacity to point the finger back at society. He'll blame politicians. He'll blame the female-centric court system. He'll claim that all women are like his broken wife. He'll become very melodramatic in his proclamations of victimhood. If you get him alone for five minutes, he'll let you know how the world is conspiring against him. He rarely, if ever, points the finger at himself ironically these are the same guys who fall right away for another woman oh no they'll say this one is different she loves me unconditionally i've never felt this way before they are also very quiet about the circumstances of the new relationship later on i'll learn that she is a mirror of the ex the outer shell may be night and day different but the inner workings are the same broken computer with the same erroneous code stuck in the same negative feedback loop of destruction and chaos. With these men, it takes everything I have to not say, okay, well, let's go ahead and pencil you in for another chat one year from now. We'll call it the I'm ready to work on myself for once post-divorce number two meeting. Sound good? Instead, I smile and I wish them the best. Not everyone wants help or is capable of receiving it, and that goes for some of you as well. Are you so caught up in your current victimhood that you can't see the obvious right in the mirror? I'm also looking at you guys in dead bedrooms. There's a theme of resentment and anger that I can see festering and growing amongst men online who have been hurt. This seems to permeate all facets of men and their experience in relationships, dead bedrooms included. So a man marries an awful broken woman, they have kids, and he's later cheated on and he's treated like dirt. This awful crazy bitch is ruining me. Why is she doing this? Our man is stuck in a sexless marriage with a woman who lost attraction to him years ago. Why won't you just compromise and show me validation and love? That's what you're supposed to do in marriage. It's a two-way street, you know. Both scenarios are completely skipping over the important initial step of ultimate responsibility. You can only control you. That is both a comforting and hurtful proposition. Wait. It was my fault for marrying that woman? Yes. Nobody held a gun to your head. You made a mistake. You learn from it and you move on. Wait, she's not attracted to me? And that may be because I'm not an attractive partner? Yeah. You probably dropped the ball somewhere along the line. Her affection and sexual arousal aren't unconditional, nor should yours be. The reason so many men put up with this level of awfulness and allow it to get to the point of no return is simple. Deep down, they have no self-worth. They can hide behind their victimhood and point the finger at the crazy or, quote, low-libido wife sitting across from them. Or they can point the finger at themselves and start the very uncomfortable and extremely difficult task of coming to grips with their own shortcomings. This path is really, really tough to go down. But like all things in life, it's ultimately the most rewarding. What do these men fear the most? The task of facing ultimate responsibility will lead them to a crossroad in life. A man who takes ultimate responsibility and does the hard work of looking inward will realize his value, and that may mean walking away from bad situations. That may mean being alone, and that is terrifying to a lot of men, especially if it means that they they have to play the part of the asshole temporarily. Ultimately, it's the healthier option, but many can't see past their own deep-seated inadequacies. It's one thing to say, I value myself and I want to be a better man. It's another to say no to the comfort that a relationship can bring, even if it's abusive and filled with dread. A man who truly gets his shit in order and works on himself enters the relationship world in a completely different way. It's a totally different environment that he sees around himself the light gets turned on. Suddenly, he's turning away more women than he's agreeing to meet for coffee. Suddenly, he's not so emotionally hurt when his wife says, I don't feel like it tonight. Suddenly, he sees the value he brings to that part of his life. Suddenly, he gets it. And then magically, a whole giant set of problems are completely wiped from the table because he was the one to put those problems there in the first place. It's funny how that works. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, Discounts on -on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team. Discounts on our video courses and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.